0: Yeah. Top five Pelican podcast.
1: Yeah. I've been down so long it look like up to me. They look up to me. I got fake people showing fake love to me, straight up to my face, straight up to my face. I've been down so long it look like up to me. I got fake people showing fake love to me Straight up to my face Straight up to my face Stop, uh, Something ain't right when we talking Something ain't right when we talking Look like you hiding your problems Really you never was solid No you can't sign me You won't ever get to run me Just look, gotta reach, I reach back like 1-3 Like 1-3 Yeah That's when they smile in my face Whole time they want to take my place Whole time they want to take my place Whole time they want to take my place Yeah, I know they want to take my place I just said that love is fake I don't trust the way you say How you want to click up after your mistakes Look you in the face and it's just not the same I've been down so long Come to me. They look come to me. Yeah. I got that's fake fun. people yeah. showing
0: right. fake love to me straight up to my all right. all right all right all right that song was dedicated to those fake love pelican fans that you see them they had drew in every trade possible dumping him anywhere. You want Drew? Here's a Drew. Here, take him. Get him off this team. They were, pre- you saw it all over on Pelican Twitter. You know who was doing it. And now, after he's traded, oh, we love Drew. Uh, retire his number. Come back, Drew. Don't go. <laughs> That fake love you seen it out there, that was dedicated to y'all. But I have a good show today. Got some energy. Got my longtime uh, follower. I follow him for a long time. Uh, Charles LaRocca, He's he's one of the Pelican fans. OGS, the OG Pelican fans and his twitter says he does contributions for the bird rights i haven't seen that collab in a while but i got him on today to this episode is going to be called the top 5 questions for charles larocca let's see how he handles the top 5 the live top 5 questions right on the spot no rehearsal I'm going to dial him up now, and here we go. Hello. Yo. Yo, what's going on, Mr. Charles LaRocca?
2: What's happening, man? <laughs> We're having top five. We, we, we finally got it, bro. We finally
0: got on. That's what's up, man. Yes, <laughs> sir. Five. What, what, what do they call you in the streets? What's your name? I like, I, like, you? I like your name LaRocca. That's
2: why. I wanted to know if people call you that. They call me well, they call me rocker. That's oh. that, that's what my name I made music too, so that's my name on the on the tracks. Rocker, big rocker. Fire.
0: So uh, All right. So do do well you want me to call you rocker? What do you go by? Uh yeah, you can just call me yeah, rock
2: is cool, brother. With uh <laughs> top five work for you.
0: <laughs> Something that's what I've been hearing recently. Top five. I kind of like that. <laughs> It's fly to me. That's not fly. All right, but I got you on today because you're one of the OG Pelican Twitter fans and someone a lot of Pels Twitter respects. So I just wanted to get some of the background on you, your thoughts about the season coming up. And for this episode, I just called it simple. Top five questions for Charles LaRocca.
2: Man, that's not That sounds dope. Easy enough. And yeah, I'm. I just want to say, bro, I'm happy to be on here with you, man. I know we, it's gonna be a good show, and uh, you know, I, I see you. We be all on Pelicans Twitter, just doing
0: our thing, man.
2: Loving the team. Mm-hmm. So I just want to keep bringing that positive
0: energy. Nice, nice. That's what I try to bring. You know, sometimes Twitter could be a cesspool of jerks <laughs> and. Dickheads and douchebags, yeah. and all that stuff. But oh, I like try to bring the positive, the optimist, and all that good stuff on on my thoughts and things like that. So I appreciate you saying that. Facts, facts, and I
2: see it. That's why I was I was excited to come on. You know, I, I see the I see you bringing that energy to Pels Twitter because we know it. Like you said, it could be so much negativity, man. Everybody thinking they 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 right and don't want to hear mm-hmm. anybody else's opinion. Mm. that's not what I'm about I'm trying to hear all of us we all want the same thing
0: Mm -hmm. oh thank you for that start thank you for that start of this show man so this is not the top five questions yet because the today we had the press conference I didn't really get to listen to the whole thing I'm gonna listen to it after this episode I didn't get too too much time to so what was your um take away from I I thought I saw you tweet something but what what was your favorite parts of that press conference today
1: uh
2: one it was hearing them just acknowledge that them getting Steven Adams was different than the way the league is going so I like that they're not running away from yeah we trying something new we're gonna try Uh to be physical and establish our brand of basketball and if it works it works if it doesn't it doesn't but that just uh-huh. shows me like they have a plan, they have a vision. So that was my takeaway on that. And uh, just hearing Stan Van Gundy talk about all the players and how he was going to use them, um, I got a lot of slack because I said I think lines are going to be moved. That's not because I personally want them to do that. Uh-huh. I, I, that was just me listening and uh, you know I'm hearing, reading, trying to read between the lines and what they're saying. Uh-huh. Uh, Stan Van Gundy said he not he's going to run plays for. Bledsoe and half court Ingram and Zion. He He said that specifically. I'm gonna run plays for Bledsoe, Ingram and Zion. He said they won't be running many plays. What? Okay, I gotta listen. I gotta listen to that. That was a that was a bomb. I'm like, okay, he said that. Yeah, right. Like that to me, reading between the lines, that's not that don't sound like somebody you view as like you know a long term core piece
0: fact. So I'm definitely going to check because those those are the little nuggets like that when they have those kind of press conferences and talk that I like to listen to a lot. So I got to check that out for myself. Mm. I saw some of it on Pell's Twitter, but I like to hear the things for myself. But that's a nice one. Though yes, sir. I thought Lonzo fits great with, with uh, Zion and Ingram, the two superstars on the team. But We'll see. I'm going to listen out and see what what was going on. I like that little nugget. Yeah, it was interesting. For Um, sure. All right. So, this is the five questions I have for you right now. You ready for the top five? Uh, Let's hear hear it. Let's go. Hello? Oh, no. I lost you. Hello?
2: Yo, my, was that was that my bed Was the, I my, the think my so what happened there? I don't I don't know. I was just talking. I heard you say, "Are you ready for the questions?" And then uh, <laughs> it just dropped me, man. I was...
0: Oh, I think that's the anchor. App. They've been they've been doing some funny things, man. Damn.
2: That's,
0: <laughs> damn. Hopefully, hopefully, that's the only one we're gonna get. We could
2: continue the show. Yes, sir. Uh, I was re- I was ready for the questions too. I'm... <laughs>
0: I'm fired up right now. (laughs) Nice, nice. So we're going to start with an easy one for the first question. How did you become a Pelican? Are you from New Orleans? What's your history with the team? And what was your first NBA team? That was the first easy one
2: for you. Okay. Yeah, that's a – it's like a kind of long story. I'm going to get straight to it. Um, My first NBA team – was the Sacramento Kings. Okay. I'm, from, I'm from New Orleans. It okay. was that 2002 Kings. Because I remember one day at school, a kid, you know how you're you a basketball player? and you like, you kids, you'd be like, I'm, I'm, I'm Kobe Bryant. I'm, oh. And this, uh, this other kid had this Mike Bibby jersey on. He said, I'm Mike Bibby. And, oh. he, and he had that Black Kings jersey. I was like, okay, that, they fly. So that oh. didn't became my team until New Orleans got till the Hornets came to town. My dad took me to the game and I saw Baron Davis and okay. I got this Baron Davis bobblehead and I was a little kid. I was young at the time. So like, it wasn't like, I was like, okay, that's my favorite team, but it wasn't like I followed them regularly. You know what I mean?
1: Uh-huh. So
2: I didn't, I moved Hurricane Katrina hit. and mm. then my Hello? Wow, that's with the hurricane. My mama got a job. It's a little bit more opportunity out in our west than it was back home. So okay, she, we, I, I'm just a kid. I got no really choice. So she, but then I know, like, so '08 oh, come around. Long story short, I'm still out here. Chris Paul, the Hornets, is doing their thing, and I, I'm always. I was always a Saints fan. I always was a Hornets fan, but that's when, like, the first year I really started just.
0: Fall in love with the team, the Chris Paul era, the David West and the Pages and all that. Hello. Hello. Damn. I'll put this today. Hello?
2: Yeah, hello. Yo. All right, yeah, this uh, I think I figured it out now while I was doing it though. I think I I think it's going to be straight now. Why? Well, right, what happened? What was what was going on? Uh so I'm on my, I'm doing it off my iPhone, but every time oh. my phone screen locked, it's when it kicked me out. So I'm mm. gonna just, I'm going to just keep my phone screen open.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right, good. I got some editing to do on this one. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> but, but. I'm gonna try to try it out though, cause I I got up to like the. You was talking about the, the era that you really fell in love with the the Hornets Pelicans, the, the was that the Chris Paul David West pages the Yakovic era? That's what you were saying.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly that 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 08 team that won 56 games. Mm. Uh, that's that's when I cause I'm I'm out, I'm out in Vegas now, so you know. Of course, I, I'm loving my Saints and the the Hornets. I'm following them. They was in OKC, so you know I'm not. I was following them. I wasn't following them, and then now they 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 balling. They top one of the best teams. So I start, yeah. start getting the Chris Paul jerseys, and I mm. I got the CP3 shoes that came out the Jordan. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> so that's yeah, that was like the the year, that, and then after that, you know, I, that's when it really took. I, I to this day, I'm still following it. <laughs>
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, that was a good era. That was a that was a real fun time for, Hell yeah. for the Pelicans, facts, facts. All righty. Um, so question number two. Another big move this offseason was B.I. getting his max. Mm-hmm. And you know the thoughts before B.I. was here and now that he's here. I wanted to hear – what side you was on? Your thoughts about Bi when he was on the Lakers, and what is your thoughts on him now on a max contract?
2: So I, I'm gonna keep it 100. I uh-huh. I was hating because I was a later. I'm a Laker hater. That uh-huh. is like my natural lean. It's not, I, But I never say nothing personal about Bi because I okay. don't, I don't believe in that. You know what I'm saying? But I was on there making jokes about the Lakers offer, like like you okay. know. That, I was I was doing that. But there was
0: a lot of pills for the Twitter doing that. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not gonna run from it. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I'm not
2: gonna sit here and say I didn't do that.
0: But did you the... did you watch him at least over there in Lakers? Or no, you was just like, Oh
2: yeah. Fuck. Okay. Oh yeah, I, I definitely did. Because especially being on the West Coast, man, that's all you need is Lakers fans. So and I in the people I'm some a lot of my homies Laker fans, so you know you can't really escape watching the Lakers. So okay. I definitely watched him, and I and I, I was like, yeah, this 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 brother, this kid, Cole, he got all the tools. Okay, I, I liked his game, man. Even when we got him, I'm like, I knew that he wasn't a scrub. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, I think some people tried to make it seem like he was. Even in LA, he was trash. You could see the mm-hmm. trajectory. Like, just looking, he got better every season. So mm-hmm. I was excited when we got him. When but. Yeah, but you know, I was just always had that little Laker hate in my heart, so I was.
0: <laughs> I think I, I don't know, I didn't know if it was real with a lot of people saying like they hate on the Lonzo and the Ingram trade or not. But i if, like you said, it was just the Laker hate or they just didn't watch or what, because I was a big Ingram guy even when he was on the late when he was on Duke when he's on the. I saw a lot of KD's form, I mean, body type and all that in him. So I'm like, I, I, I like them. I, my team was still the the Pelicans, but I like teams from players from college and all that stuff. So I was big B.I. And I, I, I was there for those people when everybody was trashing that trade and trashing those players. I just didn't understand it. But I'm, I'm glad that we got him. I he had a great year with him. What do you feel about him on that max contract? You you love that move? Yo, he's gone. Yo,
2: you Yo, I right, uh I took out the headphones. So.
0: Alright. If this don't work this time, man, I don't know, man. Hopefully this one's it. Cause I remember somebody did tell me about the headphones, though. Okay. That,
2: that might be it. That might be it for sure. All right.
0: So let's continue with that. The the bi question. What's your thoughts on him on on the max contract going future going. Towards the future, what do you see him on this team as? So, I, I I
2: mean I think it's it's a great that he got the mass contract. Okay. Uh, I I know Griff even said today he said five years, no player option. I I saw that. a, yeah, that's that's big. And that's a big commitment from BI. Like, I think it, I think he he exactly what this franchise needed as a as a face like. He a grinder. He hard nosed. He he all about getting better and and you know just being a hooper. And mm-hmm. I remember you were saying how you watched Brandon Ingram in LA, and you was like, "Yeah, he cold."
0: He he. Yeah. Cold. Yeah. To yeah. Me, that
2: moment, I like when I saw like a bi. You remember when he that Rondo Chris Paul fight? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That's when I'm yeah. like, okay, yeah. dude,
0: that's a fire. That's what's up. Yeah, I <laughs> like that man, too. Facts. Uh, facts.
2: He he a, he a writer. You know. Uh huh. That's what I think. It's gonna be great. And I think while Zion is you know young, Bi is gonna really be the best player on the team. Zion yeah. is gonna be the popular. You know, everybody. And I love Zion. We all we all love Zion. We know he could. Yeah. From. But right now, I think this is Bi's team more than anybody's. Yeah.
0: Okay, I hear that, and I asked that on Twitter too. Um, do you think this team couldn't be, uh, Ingram's and Zion's team if Drew was still on it? He had to go, so these two can kind of take the reins of the team. You know
2: what? I and I saw somebody give you slack for saying that. And I was like, I thought it was a, a good question to ask. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that i I think drew could have been coexist I think drew was fine with it if you want to know the truth i feel like drew don't really care about accolades and being being the man and none of that so I really think what it came down to was for drew this my my thing is that they the contract was coming down they had a chance to trade him for some picks and get a guy who's less who's worse than drew, but kind of could play in a similar role. So I think, mm-hmm. I think it was really more down to business. And then I, I like that Griff sent Drew to a contender, you know. So okay. I think it was just all around. It was just, you know,
0: was best for both sides at this point. I hear that. I hear that, And that leads me up to my, my next question for you, the number three question. So it's like a two-part question about Drew Holiday. Fake love or real love? So you're going to tell me which side is it – this is part one. Is Which side is it closer to? Fake love that, oh, retire his number but trade him is more what the front office was thinking and the fan base is thinking about trading. They wanted him traded, but they also want his um, jersey retired. And it's what? I don't get that. So is it a lot of fake love going on with Drew? Or is it real love, where they didn't want him traded and they want him on the team? Which one was it closer to, with the front office and this fan base, Man. or separate the two? I fake get- love or real love? I'm about to get
2: killed, but I think it was fake love. I think it's definitely more fake love. I'm not saying everybody was, you know, uh-huh. saying, but more. If I'm leaning towards the other, I think it's definitely more fake love because. <laughs> You. you so why you uh, never saw me saying nothing about retiring his jersey. You know, I, I love number eleven, but uh-huh. like you said, if you're gonna trade, you can't be saying, "Oh, this guy means so much to our franchise, and uh, mm-hmm. I love Drew Holiday, one of my favorite players ever." But then openly, you know, paraded for him to get to get dealt.
0: So can't I, ne- I don't get that part. Oh, yes. in his prime, great season. Oh, let's get rid of him, and then when he goes. Oh, retire his number? Come back, Drew? What? I didn't get that a lot. And I thought it was a lot of fake love going on.
2: Yeah, I, I, I could definitely feel that vibe. And I know a lot of yeah, – because a lot of people, they don't – they just view the game from, like, a, a business perspective. I, I don't know what it is, but I think that, like, that there's no, like, personal – like, you don't get – like, you not you don't really understand what you're saying. <laughs> you're contradicting yourself. <laughs>
0: Hmm. I, I agree with you. Like it, oh, it I thought I was gonna get a little flack on that one. Wow, I'm surprised you went with the more you see the fake love a lot around it, huh? I do. I do see the
2: fake love a lot. And I'm not but I'm not saying that like so I but here's my, my I'm tell you what I think. I think that uh-huh. it was I, I support the trade. I will say that. I do think okay. it was time to move on. Not because just because like I said. It is a business at the end of the day, and I think you have to maximize your value in a small market. And
0: mm.
2: when they trade Drew, they got two first round picks, a uh, uh, center, and a good point guard. And Drew get the and it's not like Drew though, you know. what I mean, they, I feel like they did right by Drew by sending him to a place mm-hmm. like Milwaukee. So um, I that agree. has
0: championship aspirations. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so hopefully I do get to see him in there and it's kind of like what AD did. I didn't want to bring up AD, but AD left and got it. Hopefully Drew can do the same thing and prove the oh, I still got it and you should have kept me type of thing. Because he didn't need to be traded. Drift, Griff wanted him gone. No? Griff? Yeah, I think I think, I think think Griff did.
2: He went into this offseason knowing he was going to trade Drew.
0: To get them out of their facts. All right, so the part two of the Drew Holiday is, what was the best asset that they got from that trade? What would you say? Is it the Eric Bledsoe, Stephen Adams, or those unprotected picks in 25 and 27? That's tough. That's tough. Because <laughs> so, I
2: think the best asset is, yeah. is going to be I I know not a lot of people agree with this, but I think it's Steven Adams because I've i always been a big Steven Adams fan. I love okay. what he brings to the game and what he brings to, like, his teams and his, his presence. But mm. I could say – I know, like, a lot of people are going to say the picks, but I don't really – I don't know. I, I understand getting picks and accumulating draft picks. Like, I understand the logic in it. But a lot of times, yeah. they don't mean nothing to me until they mean something, you know? Like, mm-hmm. They're just there right now. Like, I don't know
0: what those picks to turn into. Facts. And they so far down the line. That's the only that's the only part I do like about those picks mm-hmm. that they're so far down. Seven years later, yo, I don't we don't know what the Bucks are gonna look like. Nah, we don't. They might not have Yannis. That's the intrigue of that getting those two so laid down that I'm like, all right. I could understand that a little bit of that trade, kind of like what the Celtics did with the Nets had their picks for so long after the, they was trying to build that championship team. True. I see that same kind of thing and I'm fine with what Griff did with that trade. Yeah, So I would, I would, I would go with those unprotected 25, 27 pick as my favorite uh, asset that they got from that trade. But I, I definitely understand the love for Steven Adams, that toughness he brings.
2: I saw you say something interesting. You said it's not like wow, that's really smart. I didn't even think of that. Like Griff, he's he, he's been really done well. Like people always talking about Dell and Griff, but you're right, Griff nails his trades. Mm-hmm. But everything else, like he, he, he makes some he makes some questionable decisions like that people did get on Dell for. Mm-hmm. Like they got on Dell for the same moves, but you know,
0: What's that you talking uh, about? I just think that's interesting. Um, what's what's one of those things you're talking about?
2: Like signing Steven Adams. Mm. <laughs> like, like even though I do think Stephen Adams is better than the Sikh in like a nutshell. But the idea was that it's still the same. He, you know, everyone got on Dell because he signed a traditional center that can't shoot. Then <laughs> plays defense and rebounds, and that's what they got there. Why are you putting that next to AD? That was the narrative. But Griff did it, and. You know he's getting, he gets kind of he's getting a pass for a lot of making a lot of win now moves, but because I think it's because he's still accumulating picks, so people are giving him a pass. But he's making win now trades, the same thing that people said Dell was trying to do.
0: Facts, facts, and the the young veteran trades right there: twenty seven for Stephen Adams, thirty for Eric Bledsoe. Same kind of moves that they was hating. Them for loving and for so I'm not mad at it. It's just interesting to see the, the difference of um what they feel about it.
2: Yeah, and, and we forget,
0: Dell put together some squads. Facts, like, facts. Yo. Yo, know what I was my fault that time. Oh, man. Okay, okay, I was like, what the I was about to <laughs> Nah, No, nah. So My mom's was calling. I'm like, why would my mom's call me right now? And I declined it, and it went back. Oh, man. So much going on in this one, man. <laughs> We're going to have to do this again, man. More more smooth the next time. I know we gonna have to get there, for real. <laughs> <laughs> All right, though. So, so for question number part four of the f- top five questions for Charles Larocca is going back into what you were talking about—the best asset, Stephen Adams. We were kind of st- we were kind of talking about it already, but why do you feel that Stephen Adams is the answer at center for us? And part, part, another part of it is something like you were saying. Isn't he the same type of center as Ashik and Favors? Tell me why I'm wrong about that.
2: Okay, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I think for one, he, I, I think he's the per, the good center for us right now. Like I don't think so. I think the two year extension is a good enough time because right now I think the Pelicans are building the, the uh-huh. foundation. We trying to build. We started. We started yeah. from the bottom, so it's about building the foundation. I think he has like you're gonna. You already know what you're gonna get out of Stephen Adams. He's gonna hold the paint down. He's gonna uh, be, be a big presence and bring physicality yeah. and toughness. The thing I see with a seek the difference between him and, Asik, yeah. and favors, really, I think Adams is more. Um, he's a different type of. Than them. Like, I think he's like legitimately bigger than them. Like, you know what I'm saying? And favors, I feel like favors has a little bit more finesse to his offensive game than he. I think favors have a little bit more offensive mm. skills as far as like little jump hooks, layups, being close to the basket. But for me, Adams just plays with, he uses his size very well. And I think that's what I think the difference is between Asik and Favors.
0: Okay. Okay. I can kind of see that. He's definitely taller and bigger than Favors. So Favors is like 6'9". Stephen Adams is like 6'11", 7 feet. Asik was the size of Steven Adams, about 7 foot solid, strong, Big man, because when I when I talk talk about those centers as being similar, I'm not saying they're all the same, but they all brought kind of the strength, um, screen setting, rebounding. That's that's what those guys were.
2: Yeah, and and a lot of and those, and even favorite in Isaac, like we they really they got hurt, yeah. you know. Like that's why they people forget too. It wasn't like. When they were healthy, the team was terrible, and they mm-hmm. were terrible. They just, seat got a virus, yeah. and he lost so much weight. Like he was, he just wasn't the same. Like mm-hmm. And Favor, uh, when he started off the season, like he he came in, the defense was solid. He was doing, his, he was doing his job, and I think those guys showed like the division the is there. Like you can win with. It's not that they can't shoot, and that's why they, they were struggling. I think they just got mm-hmm. hurt. And favors. Lost his mom, mm-hmm. but it was a thousand, a- and you know how our fan base be. What was that? And you know how our fan base be when you, when you start struggling, <laughs> or like,
0: hey, he you're, a, you you're a fact, that's a fact. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's the thing with Stephen Adams for me. Like, I, I know the one thing that I saw separates that for them is his passing ability, I didn't know he had that much of. I've seen a lot of the full court passes he has been doing. The even in the half court, he has some nice dimes that I I did not see Ashik ever have. Favors had a little bit of passing yeah. ability, but what I've seen from Stephen Adams is superior from those two. So, that's in those pick and rolls and things like that. I think he's going to be a little bit better but he's still not a hmm. modern day five for me. I think he's still going to be not in the finishing five a lot of games cuz he's a bad free throw shooter like those guys. Doesn't yeah. As far as in the in the current NBA game, fives like uh AD and Joel Embiid and Jokic can t- do different things and I think he's going to have to sit out on those those um games, even if they go small ball, they might have to sit him still, and you're still paying that guy thirty million this year, and the said seventeen, the next two, the kind of around what favors was making last year, but that's still a lot for that type of center. Kind of similar of those three.
2: Yeah, and, and I definitely feel you. And my, my, I'm, i know uh, your concerns are definitely like uh-huh. it could, it could not work. He could not guard on the press, mm-hmm. he could, uh, he can't, he might not be able to guard. I'm alleviated because I think with the, the way my vision is, what I'm seeing they're trying to do is, I think as a great team, you got to be able to find multiple ways to win. And I just look at having now Steven Adams, like you have the size to match up against the big guys, uh, yeah. So I think. We have the guards and the small and the, and the and the wings to play smaller if a team does match up small. So I think you know, I like that he. Act, I think he actually adds versatility to the team that we didn't. Well, we have favorites, but that he adds a whole other level. Just because, like I said, his presence—he's so—he's so big. I think he could really anchor the defense that Stan Van Gundy. Is. Mm-hmm.
0: I do agree with that. I like, and it was never any hate on Steven Adams or my end. I like what he brings. I know what he brings. I liked what Ashik brought. I like what Favors brings, and I like what Steven Adams is going to bring as far as the toughness. Like they said, the four and the five, Zion and Adams, that's going to be the toughest four and five in the league. You're going to get a lot of offensive rebounds and a lot of hustle on those on those guys. So I'm, I'm totally fine with it. I'm just more surprised that the difference – of when Dempsey made a similar move to what this front office is doing, so that's my only thing about that.
2: Man, De- Demp did does not get he got he gets a really bad mm-hmm. because they make it out to be like he was something he was just incompetent.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know he didn't know what he was doing, but he he got Boogie, mm-hmm. and we know how good that team was gonna be. AD and Boogie, like he got the superstar next him. Mm-hmm. And he had Drew. He had the fight. He just like he, like we kept saying. He just got. It's not his fault. The team kept getting yeah, hit. yeah. So it it just it shows you like the you know the the, the
0: narrative, the narrative. all about the narrative. facts facts. <laughs> all right, man. So let me round this up, man, with the last question for you, man. And it is: Why do you think the Pels will make? The the playoffs this year. What percentage you put them making the playoffs, and why will they miss the the playoffs? What do you think they would make the playoffs, and what's the reason, and why do you think they would miss the playoffs?
2: So I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a cop out answer, but I'm I think it's gonna make sense too. I'm gonna say I'm gonna give them uh. Like thirty-five percent chance to make it, just because the West is tough. I, I say, I say, it's a very high chance there in the play-in tournament, though. Like, so I say, I'll jump that up to sixty percent. Then the to play-in tournament, thirty-five they get in, <laughs> and the reason they make it is going to be because of Zion and and the reason they miss it is going to be because of Zion and mm. or health. Bro, I'm putting about, it on the stars. You know what I'm saying?
0: What do you mean by why you say both of them for both?
2: Because like yo, you go as your best players go, and this is a star driven league. I think even if we look at the fit, we know there's there's a lot of talent on the team. Like Lonzo, JJ, Josh Hart, Adams, Adams, we got, you know, Jackson Hayes, Nah, like a lot of young, good young, Mm -hmm. and Bi and Zion are supposed to be (laughs) ascending, like. We Zion's the number one pick overall in the draft. Yeah. We we know what the expectations are for him. And we said we are, are supposed to be seeing him off the leash. And then Brandon Ingram just got the max deal all summer last year. I'm expecting his game to take a jump. So if we make it, it's gonna be on their shoulders. Yeah. And if we miss it, I think it's gonna be like they could put up numbers, but at the end of the day, I feel like as the best players, the responsibility goes on them down. Mm-hmm. So, no, that's you don't think they're
0: ready to bring a team to the playoffs yet? Do I? Mm, that's why you're saying they because they're too young. Yeah. they're not experienced enough, not good enough yet to lead a team to the playoffs. you. Yo... Dang. And that's where we left it off right there because of all the interruptions due to the anchor app. If you made it through all that and you you still here, that ain't fake love. That's real love. <laughs> and I appreciate that, man. Appreciate my listeners. And I appreciate uh Big Rocker coming on the show, the Top 5 Pelican Podcast and showing love, man. I never know, I never give out the questions to my guests beforehand. And I was just surprised by a lot of his responses, his outlook, his thoughts on those questions I gave him. So I put the show out without editing it's you just saw the raw content, the the natural vibes between us two. He I don't know him out outside of Twitter, but just through that conversation, I could tell he's a funny, good heart good hearted dude. And I just appreciate him again for coming on and joining me and making the best out of that episode. I think it was still a good one. Um I we I didn't get to get to the last part of it about his music, so I went and listened anyway to his crew Crash Mob and I'ma end this show with one of with the favorite that I heard. It's called Habits from from Crash Mob, Big Rocker. Appreciate you. And all my listeners, thanks for coming through and listening to another show, Top 5. Pelican Podcast Peace
1: Mama, my colon's clean, I promise you. As far as my liver, I don't know what to do. Been having fun, living life comfortable. Need clear hustle, pull mean clarity, commas too. What you trying to do? Been doing it, proving that you losing it. I'm moving in, feeling greater than I ever been. Look on my face, say evident. Double does A, yeah, we have a sent. We have it sent. We sent nigga win-win and we do it again it's a habit y'all so shoot and we sinking it in ayy win-win and we do it again it's a habit y'all so shoot and we sinking it in Cause getting money is a habit But I can't stop
2: it, I'm a motherfucking addict Gotta check the time, it's a motherfucking paddock Rabbits out that hat, I'm a motherfucking savage Bought that paper, bought that action, boy, you know who oil it A lot of diamonds, baby, girl, see them VVs drowning I won't go, they won't I can't stop I'll say no, they too slow Going up, haters broke, that's on phone Win, win, and we do it again It's the habit, y'all shootin', we singing it, in. Hey. Win, win, and we do it again
1: This I have it, y'all shoot and we it in Ay. Uh, call me Tommy, one and done Cause it ain't really fun if the homies don't get none Tryna rack up these funds, tryna get it by the time Hit you with the Tommy gun uh, hit you with the honor, the mind Wouldn't wanna be her And let's show the twins like Tamara Tia. Wouldn't wanna see her, I wouldn't wanna see her I know y'all want that no shit But I had to go and real I know y'all want that dope shit, but I had to go. And hey, win, win, and we do it again. It's the habits y'all shoot, and we sinking it in. Hey, win, win, and we do it again. It's the habits y'all shoot, and we sinking it in. Hey. All I need is sack, like I got me a vasectomy. I'm talk-